from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. All right, here we go. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We are glad to be with you on a Tuesday. The entire week two in the NFL is behind us, and we start to look ahead, but let's look behind for just a moment. Why not? The Packers draw a line through the first game. The Packers were the Packers last night. Yeah, still some mistakes. Lions did some good things, go off through a Beautiful ball to Hopkinson, had a couple of deep passes, and it was a game for a while. Then the Lions became the Lions, and then the Packers. Although, I will say this. You're watching that game, and really, the only thing you're doing at the end, fantasy football, if you're so inclined. I had Hawkinson, so I'm, I'm watching that. But I also laid the 11 and a half with Green Bay. And it's third and two. First of all, the Lions are getting the backdoor cover, and Goff throws a hideous pass, picked. Okay. Now the Packers got it. Need one first down. That's all she wrote. Third and two, Rodgers throws a bomb. Like, what are you doing? Run the ball, close the game out, and we all live happily ever after. But no, we get the drama, and the Lions again get the ball, and it, and the Packers playing prevent defense, let them go right down the field. And then the Lions on fourth down, they, they, a couple incomplete passes, but there was no reason for it to be like that. But it is amazing. Betting fantasy football, you're watching a game that is long since decided. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know how you do that. So you have a bet on one side, but you need the player on the other side for yeah, your fantasy Yeah, I don't know. It was team. a rub. Part of me wanted to get the ball back. For Hawkinson to get some stuff, and the other, I'm like, no, the rewards that will be reaped from the fantasy football, that's not till January. I will take the instant gratification. Give me the instant potatoes. Okay, cover the game. Uh, that would, that would or or Hawkinson get a 78 yard catch and get you know tackled at the one foot line and fumble it out of the end zone. <laughs> that, that, that would drive me insane. Well, yeah, and it does. I finally got. I'm down to. I'm in one league. Because that was the other thing. I love the fantasy football. I love the prop aspects that we can wager on now. Right. But, and I played Hawkinson. Again, I told you this props thing is a new thing for me. I mean, I've always played props. Yeah. But um, not every game. Those things were not offered on every game. Right. Now you've got 40 choices on every game. So I'm looking at that game last night. I thought, I think Green Bay, Stone in their shoe, yeah, come on. Rodgers is not going out like a lamb here. That's not happening. And I played Hogginson over 55 receiving yards. He got there. Okay. I, 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 I like that. I had more belief in that than the game. Okay. No, I could see that. You, you, you're, you're always afraid of. He looks good, that kid, by the way. He's like, a, he's like one of their best options. They don't have much. Right. I always, I'm always afraid on, on those kind of point spreads in the NFL uh, of the backdoor cover because, uh, you know, the, the, the favorite can be winning comfortably and, and not really care at the end, and you get that late touchdown or late field goal that covers the spread. 
All right, so there was a story inside this game last night. Yes, there was. Aaron Jones had himself a heck of a game, right? Mm-hmm. Get four touchdowns. Well, he also was wearing like a, a necklace, it a, but it was like a football-shaped medallion. But it had the ashes of his dad, Alvin Jones Sr., in the medallion. On his last touchdown, he lost it. <laughs> right? Just... So, I mean, they're scurrying around for whatever, and they found it. So the good news is they found it. I'm glad they found it. But it's one of those deals where, you know, you find that out. The guy's got playing with a heavy heart and, and doing something special. I think it's a nice story, and I'm happy he was able to find it. I guess. It, well, well, how 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 big he had some of his father's ashes. I assume well, not I, all the ashes. I, Otherwise, I mean, it's too big, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, and, I don't and, think and, it. Yeah, and and I, he didn't have an urn around his neck, Steve. Okay. He had a necklace well, with some of his dad's ashes. Okay, I, I, man, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't get. Look, look well, I, I'm sorry he lost his father. I, I'm, I do I, what you want to do, but no, but hey, I think it's a nice tribute to his dad. No, I think it's a nice story. And then I'm like, oh, wait, he lost the necklace, so now it turned out to be this big thing. But me being me. Yeah, I can't help myself. Wait for it. Aaron Jones last night gave whole new meaning to three yards and a cloud of dust. Oh! Two drink minimum, Shecky Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. That hurt a little. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204. If, that's a Norm McDonald joke. It's so bad, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right? Hey! hey. Speak along Stay those the jokes. Cam Stewart's coming up next. Yeah, right. I, got, I got some for you. No, I'll, I'll save it till next till the next segment. All right, we're off to the races. Cam Stewart, hour number one. Talk Ryder Cup. Tony Neville in the studio for hour number two. Don't go anywhere. Vegas Sports Radio Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? Neither do we. Thank God. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapchat. We got our seatbelts on, ready to welcome our dear, beloved friend, Kim Stewart, into the program. We got the Ryder Cup coming up at the end of the week, and we'll get into that with Cammy in a little bit. But we'll start with football and some other stuff. And post-election day, Cammy, how you doing? You holding up? Hi, I'm uh, uh, Justin Trudeau. Great hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Justin? What Justin was... Trudeau. He's not ready. Nice hair, well, though. What was the deal with that thing? Like, I gotta tell Trudeau, you something. So this, uh, anyway. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let me yeah, let yeah, ask yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what, was it 
Trudeau, Trudeau goes, uh, hey, let's do an election what? next week. Yeah. Like, wasn't it yeah. something yeah, like yeah. that? What was that? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Basically, in, in Canada, it's a little bit different. We'll give our American friends, like, it's a 36-day process, okay? So this guy comes on. I, I don't want to get into politics because I really don't, like, you know what I mean? We're here to bet on sports. But anyway, I'll just tell you what happened. So this guy's in charge, and basically, look, he goes, okay, I'm up against two losers. Uh, this other guy doesn't have a chance, and the other guy, like, de- doesn't have a chance. And the chick from the Green Party, I don't even know why you're running. You might as well just give me the money, and I'll bet it for you or invest it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, So he basically said, I'm not going to run an election during a pandemic. He did because he looked at the turkeys he was running up against, and he won, and he won. He won a minority government. People are sick of the guy, but it was basically, Brian, when you had four candidates, like, Who's the who's the least whatever? You know what I mean? Like nobody's gonna take a chance on the conservative guy or whatever and this and that. So anyway, he got a minority government. He's back in charge, and uh, we get to see hairdo for another four years. Great. Well, there you go. Thanks for that update. That would be like, <laughs> hey, no, it's like, hey, I don't know how, but I got the winning lottery numbers for the lottery Wednesday, and I go, let's do it tonight. Yeah, exactly. No, this is what he said. <laughs> how dare we're never gonna have an election during the pandemic next week. Hey, let's have an election. <laughs> it was 600 million bucks, too. It's just like, it's know, too, like our country's going under. It's like, okay, whatever. Just throw some well, more money like, there, another loan. <laughs> well, let, let's bring it into the sports grid world and the football. It's like when the big line move is, the line is go, well, they're betting that game like they know the score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was pretty interesting stuff, Brian. I really don't care. I, I, I only care about eventually coming to Vegas to see you guys and, uh, you know, to bet and to hang out and stuff like that there. But, uh, yeah, great, great election. All right, my friend. The <laughs> Packers are back. Yeah, let's just get away. The pa- I, actually, I, I, gotta... I'm actually don't, I disagree with that. I don't think the Packers are back at all. Uh, I'm not going to be – I see all these stories this morning. Oh, Green Bay, this – you see the first half? The Lions shredded their defense. Like, I, I, I don't remember what he's talking about, this Packers being back. Aaron Rodgers was one bad throw away from being – if they don't make that big, big play to Adams, things get really crazy. And Goff was his own worst enemy in the second half. He couldn't hold on to the ball. So, was it really that Green Bay was so damn good? Detroit no. shot themselves in the foot there. But think about it. Okay, you draw a line through it, and they come back. They win the game. Detroit turned into Detroit. But here they are again. Minnesota's decent, but they can't get out of their own way. They need calliope music at the end of football games. The Bears got a rookie quarterback with a decent defense, and the Lions are the Lions. So, I mean, I mean, they're winning the division. Oh, for fun. And as for the Bears situation, it's crazy, right? So everyone's like, oh, put Justin Fields in, and he's going to be ready to go. Justin Fields almost cost him that game against uh, – I it was know. my biggest, one of my biggest bets of the week. I'm looking, the Bears got a huge lead, and all of a sudden it's 20 to 17, and I'm snapping when we were doing the show on sports. But no, honestly, there's this guy from Denver. I'm like, I'm going to fly to Denver to punch you in the face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I can't, oh, blah, 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 blah. People were going wild. And I'm sitting there going, I really need this, Brian. Like, it was a great Sunday because I had the Bills and uh, Carolina as a dog and everything, like a big parlay resting on that game. And they got it done. But the defense won that game. Justin Fields was horrible in that game. And let's give Andy Dalton a little bit of credit just because he's a ginger everybody likes it that's another thing brian we've talked about this before when you have red hair you're not like a regular member of society you get beat down by more people and they criticize you andy dalton has been better than justin Fields. justin fields will eventually be the quarterback of the chicago bears but at home in a very comfortable environment he didn't really play that well and the defense won that game versus uh i watched i watched the game so you can you can make a case like he was not good in that game he's not ready 
You know, there's a you and me thing, Cam, but I, for all the fellow redheads, or, I mean, I was a former redhead, right? I mean, you know, it went from, you know, orange to creamsicle to God knows what it is now. But try growing up as a redhead. You know, everybody under the sun gets a day. When is National Redheads Day? There's no National when, Redheads when, Day. It's when, a National when, Kick when, a Ginger Day. That's the day it is we, where everyone beats get, up redheads. I want, I it's, want not, it's not Redhead Day. <laughs> It's a, it's 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 go beat up your local redhead day. Don't you remember Kick a Ginger Day, formulated in England, where they go around looking yeah. for redheads to oh. beat up? It's like, hey buddy, I, I I hope you're stronger than me because if you miss, I'm gonna knock your teeth out if you come attack me on Beat Up Ginger Day. Oh no, hey buddy, I I, I remember growing up in the recess and you go out in the playground and believe me, I mean it was like uh, your head was on a swivel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, I don't know what it is, but anyway, uh, yeah, the NFL, real wild, Brian, and, you know, we got the story, Mills, the third-round pick out of Stanford's going to be starting for the Texans, it's like, unbelievable, I don't know, like, I got to think, if Tua's injury was any worse, like, say it was a season-threatening injury, is Miami on the phone uh, for Deshaun Watson, and, and Houston's basically saying, well, more, more, well, we'll give you another first round, more, more, like, I don't know exactly, because you don't want to throw the whole season away with these guys but it's kind of funny you know Desha- uh, Deshaun Watson's just sitting there Tyrod Taylor played great for a while this is the same guy you want to talk about bad luck the guy gets a uh, a needle to help him out and he and, and gets like even worse from it and the guy starts playing well he's always hurt and then they got to throw in a rookie like Houston actually they've covered both games they went out right <laughs> against Jacksonville and they cover against Cleveland as 13 point dogs pretty good there's more issues there, too. It's, it's not just that Davis Mills is starting, Cam. They, they don't have any wide receivers. Danny Amendola out with a thigh. And, uh, is he a, re- is out, he a receiver? Out with a D- Danny Amendola is still playing football? Wow. Okay. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> no, they don't have anybody. Tom Brady's going to play till he's 60. Yeah, he is. I, I, I don't know if he made a deal with the devil. It's it's like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. I, I, I don't know what these guys are doing. Like, you know what I mean? He's just getting – the thing about Tom Brady is he's getting stronger and better as he's getting older. Like, it's just – he's like Benjamin Button, Button, the football movie. Hey, everybody, look at me. I'm Tom Brady. Like, he's old and successful, and all these young guys are like – you look at them, and they're awful. I will say one thing, and this guy seems like a very good person, but Matt Ryan, it's time for you to hang him up. Like – Atlanta plus the points against um, Tampa Bay. The guy throws back-to-back pick sixes. Like, the game's passed him by. It's just the difference is Tom Brady knows how to shuffle in the pocket. Uh, Matty Ice is just, uh, it's time to put it on ice. The party's over. Hey, buddy, I got to ask you. We got about a you know minute and a half here, and then we'll do Ryder Cup in the next segment. I love it. As, as, you know, an old dog, new tricks. Love the Super Bowl, love the props. And I'm big into fantasy and all this other stuff. I'm telling you, Cam, it is amazing. You were able to do this for so long in faraway places, but now all these places are offering 30 to 40 props a game. And I'm sitting there going, I got four prop plays inside the game that I'm all over and going, I'm not so sure about the game, but I love these props. It's amazing. The problem with I have is props, and you know me, I'm like a kid in the candy store and I get really excited. Like when I'm at the blackjack table, it's almost too much for me. I find it really hard to like, you know, simmer down and just do a couple of things. But I will say this, Brian, hit uh, Daniel Jones' first touchdown in the Giants' um, uh, Washington football team game at 22 to 1. Boom, you hit a prop. It's like winning a golf tournament. So I'm with you. Last night we hit Hawkinson. 
uh, yards and catches over. And Randall Cobb's receiving was 15 and a half. You got to think eventually Rodgers is going to him. So, no, it was a pretty good night. Even though I'm, I can't lie, full disclosure, I like the Lions plus the points, but the props were great. Cam Stewart is our guest, and it's going to get really fun and interesting because we love this. I'm sure I know my bud Cam like a brother. One of our favorite events of all time is starting this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Ryder Cup. It's going to be great. Wagering opportunities will be plentiful. Get Cam's take on that. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, the Sportsbook Radio Network. Tony Neville's coming in the studio for our number two. Keep it right here. When you're a winner. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With your Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, a treat for us. Cam Stewart, who will be on the Sportsbook Radio Network until 4.30 tomorrow morning. <laughs> Actually, no. It's, what day is it today? Tuesday. No, Tuesday's just a regular. Tomorrow's, a, tomorrow's my busy day because I do uh, the Midnight Eastern Golf Show getting prepped up for uh, the Ryder Cup uh, with Morancy. So we'll have a lot of picks uh, on that segment as well. It's going to be wild, man. I really look forward to this uh Every single time, Brian, it's usually a lot of fun. And big contrast in styles this year. Like, it's just wild how opposite, like, these teams are. Veteran versus young. Big hitters versus precision players. And if I were to tell you, Sergio Garcia has more uh, Ryder Cup points in his history than the whole American team. They're actually tied. It's a push. 25 and a half, 25 and a half. Just tells you how much older the Europeans are, yet the USA is bringing young guns to the table. This is going to be awesome. Whistling straight. Friday morning, goofball hours. It's going to be great fun. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Europe has dominated this thing now for decades. Now, the Americans obviously have a big shot. They need to get to 14 and a half points. Otherwise, you know, Europe retains the cup. The one thing, the news that's come out today, Cam, the DeChambeau-Kepka rift, okay, it's, it's almost been like it was novel for a week and people talked about it. Then it's like, okay, I don't care. Well, you guys knock it off. You know, just go do your thing. Then Kepka comes in now and he's saying, oh, a normal event, I get to take a nap and I didn't get to do it. And then I got to do all these other team things. Well, then go be there. If you don't want to be there, don't be there. And DeShambo's 0-3 in his Ryder Cup career. And now he's saying today, we're going to put the rip behind us and we may even play together. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's put these two knuckleheads together, you know, when you're trying to win the Ryder Cup. I don't think Stricker should do that. I don't either. The thing is, you know, you got to be smart about what you're doing. Um, I think Cantlay and Shifley, that makes sense. They're both uh, kind of a calm demeanor, same type of guy. But then again, you almost want to bring a calm guy in with a guy who's emotional. Like, I don't know what Stricker's going to do. Let's just call this out for what it is, too. And this is the stupidness. And me and you love golf probably more than anybody. But this 
extra bonus being uh, successful on social media BS. This is the Stop. whole problem with this stuff, right? Oh, okay, you can be a hack golfer, but if you get some tweets and people follow your stuff, it's good. It was the dumbest thing ever. Give money to the junior tours or kids or something else. Like giving these rich guys even more money about what? Because you got social media followers and stuff. Whoever's idea at the PGA Tour, I'd like to meet them in a boardroom and throw coffee on them. It was ridiculous. I think it was. it's actually a disservice to a lot of other people and tours and whatever, Brian. And this Bryson DeChambeau rift, it gets worse because of this type of thing, right? Oh, okay, let's get popular. I, they, uh, maybe they don't like each other, but I think a lot of it was fueled due to this stuff. And yeah, if you're one of these popular guys, you get money. Here's the thing about the Americans. This course is going to be a beast. It's going to play close to, you know, 8,000 8, yards. They have an advantage off the tee. I think the X factor for Europe will be a guy like Victor Hovland. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, I... You and I had a discussion on Sunday that I don't think you remember. And no, I said to you that there's, there's <laughs> one. I'm, leaving, I'm, I'm politely <laughs> saying that. that uh, the one thing I said to you is I've got the rally cap on and the flags out, but the guy I'm betting on all week long is Victor Hovland because he is so close to winning, but he always has a snowman or two that prevents him in match play. Who cares? Go to the next hole. Exactly. And he can go flag. I'm betting on, I'm bet, betting on Hovland. Every match, almost on the way. The one thing I got to ask you, Cam, generally speaking, everybody tries to, you know, get between guys' ears. Why does this happen? And the U.S. guys, they're not as close-knit as the European guys. But I don't know. I mean, I think they do care. I think where this all started. No, no it is, Brian. But, but, it's but, not but, that. But, okay, sorry. I'll let no, you no, finish. No, no, finish. No, 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 you tell that, me how this all started. I think the European tour guys are like, they felt, hey, since it's, it's the ginger thing, they felt like the, the redheaded stepchild. They felt like an inferior bunch of guys that got no respect. Well, most of these guys play on the PGA Tour now, so I wonder if there's a leveling off of this. But the European tour guys were, hey, the world's a smaller place. We can play golf too. Now they're all playing on the PGA Tour. Yeah, no, it's very true. I just think the difference is it's not like it's just – the American guys just seem to, I'm not going to say all the Europeans are, you know, the get-along gang and buddies and go to, to yachts and stuff like that, but, you know, they've been a lot more wars. They've known each other. They're a, lot, they're a lot older guys, too. That's the thing. So they've seen every type of situation. They've been there. The wives, sure, they go to Prada and, you know, buy diamonds together and stuff like that. Oh, 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 let's Prada. go to Gibraltar and oh, buy some more stuff. Yeah, I'm sitting there while a monkey's taking a leak on my back. Hey, I want an apple. I want an apple. i got to show you that picture, Brian. You're going to love that. That monkey just giving me the death stare when I went on that cruise after Mike Weir won the Masters. <laughs> anyway, that was a long, that was long decades ago, it feels like. Anyway, uh, I just think they're a little so, bit tighter. As for America, I think a lot of these feuds are um, overblown. The USA has a huge advantage off the tee. That's the one thing they have. Like, look at the big ball hitters that they have in compared to Europe. And I think Europe has, you know, guys who can plot it around a little bit better. But you're going to need power at this course. It's not easy, you are, right? But, but, but let me ask you. I'm watching the setup. The good news is Saturday, the weather's supposed to be, uh, you know, sunny. It's Wisconsin, right? I mean, it's cooler. But the wind is not going to be that big a deal on Saturday. But do you see the four? It's going to be 45 in the morning when these guys are teeing off. It's along the water, and the winds are going to be around 20 miles an hour. Cam, why are they playing this if you're an American? I mean, I'm, I'm no knock on it. It's a great place, but for the Ryder Cup, it's like the Europeans are playing in Europe. The exactly. conditions. You bring up so many good points, Brian. Like, give, give this man a raise. He's, it, it plays more like a European 
uh, tour event. I agree. And th the thing is, Brian, you know, we, 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 we are at Sports Grid on FanDuel. I'm seeing USA minus 245. I'm like, what? What? Are you and they kidding get away, me? And they, and, they, and they need the extra <laughs> half point. Like, you know, Brian, I don't want to say you're like, you're a patriot. And you know what? And I have so many friends in the States. Even though I live in Canada, I got more people that I talk to down there now. I'm going to tell you, I'm betting on Europe. I think you'd be insane not to get a two-to-one price on them. And if the USA wins, so be it. Like, that number is so out of whack. I would have made America a buck fifty, a buck sixty. Are you kidding I me? Agree. Minus two forty-five. That's nuts. I agree. And the one other thing we don't know. I'm sorry, Stevie. I, I keep saying Stevie. Yeah. Cohen, what are you I doing to Stevie him. there, Brian? He's <laughs> no, sitting there. No, no, uh, but, coffee but, but, in his head. It's like, are you guys gonna shut up or what? Shut up. It's good coffee, though. It's good coffee. Yes, but, you, but you know what? What, what we don't know. I don't know. If, did you did you watch the Solheim Cup, the ladies at all? A little bit. A little bit. It was. In, it was in I, I told you those British it, chicks, that Charlie Hall chicks, the real deal. I, I bet oh, no, on no. golf. And the European ladies won. But I'm telling you, the American crowd was nuts, and they rallied around. But it was all American, and the Europeans still beat them. But no European fans were there because of the COVID. And I don't know how big of an ole 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 crowd's going to be here. I don't know. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think the crowd's going to be that big of a factor in, in this year and compared to other years. I'm just. I'm just flabbergasted by the price. I, I'm. Like, do you think these guys are just going to get together? Like, and you have a lot of rookies too: Scheffler, Fino, Harris, English. I hate to say this, Brian. Burger. Yeah, no, but Burger's more of a killer. It's kind of like what I saw. We talked about this. Like a guy like Billy Horschel, even if he's not in the rankings, he's a captain's pick for me because he's a bulldog. The Americans, I hate to say it, have too many nice guys on the team. It's like the Canadian election. What? Nice hair, though. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody's uh, having fun. <laughs> no, you got to be, you want to be a shark with teeth in this thing. And that's the one thing the Europeans will come across. Hey, hello, hello. But in the end, they'll put a knife in your back. America, like Scotty Scheffler's a, a calm guy. Uh, Bur uh, Harris English, he's cool. Tony Finau, nice guy of the year. Like, they don't really have the killers. Like, you know what I'm kind of saying? Like, they don't have the guys. missing Patrick Reed. Well, yeah, it's the thing. You don't have Patrick. I think yeah. Patrick Reed and Horschel are the guys that America needs, whereas Europe has them. Lee Westwood quietly. Poulter's an absolute animal. Sergio lives for this stuff. See, the thing is, the Americans are more talented, but I think the Brits have, you know, a better team. That's kind of the way I look at, I look at this thing. I do think Spieth and Thomas will be good. Spieth rolls the rock. Uh, Thomas was really gritty in the President's Cup. I think those guys will play pretty well. I like what you said about Scheffler, Berger conceivably. Harris English is kind of a calm guy, but he's, he's been playing good. But, I, you know, I agree with everything you say in terms of Sergio, Poulter. And the, the problem is with the Americans, a lot of these guys, Cam, they've got horrific Ryder Cup records. They do, and and that and that and that's the thing. And you look at some of the Europeans, like Ian Poulter hits it nowhere. But look at his Ryder Cup record, and they'll they'll match him up with a guy in a good situation. Look at Tommy Fleetwood; he'll burn your money, but he has a great Ryder Cup record. Remember, him and Molinari were the biggest stories when they got together. They didn't lose. Molinari's not there, but they'll find another guy with Fleetwood. He just it just seems like the Europeans are more built for this thing, like the, because it's kind of like us versus you, America, bigger, stronger. That, you know what I mean? And and they almost take it as like, it's like David versus Goliath. And I think that's why they do well. They take it personally in this thing. Like they, it almost seems like they want it more. Is that wrong? Probably. But it's just, you know what I mean? It's just because of their smaller nation and stuff. They love to beat the Americans in golf. That's just the way it goes. I I can't believe you said it. We we are on the same page on, on golf always. Tommy Fleetwood right now is a notch above hitting ground balls. When he tees it up for the Ryder Cup, look out. Exactly. These guys, like, guys that come in with horrid form. And then the other thing about the Europeans, 
we, we, I said this to you on the phone call the other night. You didn't remember that they will sit there and and no. When do you ever hear the Americans? Know. No. When do you ever hear the Europeans going? Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I have to play the other guy's ball in foursomes or better ball. Like what? What the Americans go? Well, I, I had to use the other guy's ball. I like to play a ballada. The, the Europeans don't make excuses. No, they uh, don't. They don't. Hey, it's, it's over. Time flies when you're having fun. Cam's yeah, I gotta go get going. This other, this other turkey's texting me, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> say hi to Lisa. I don't know. Yeah, she's got another get together tonight. I'm like, I, I told her, I go, honey, I love you, but you can't come over to my house when I work the next day and get into the the, the, the fun. <laughs> but like, we went through a bottle of Smirnoff, like it was a, a bottle of Aquafina. Yeah, I know. You know? And I I was on the other end of the phone call. Say hi to Mr. Morenci. <laughs> say hi to Mr. Pharrell. Thanks, I love blessing. you. Yes. Cam Stewart, Vegas Quick hey. Radio. We're back in a moment. He's the Later. best. Sometimes winning just... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Blessing Stevie Slaps that Tony Neville's going to be in studio with us for hour number two, our good friend from Treasure Island. That'll be good fun. I'm glad that the music was a good choice by Mr. Bavona. As it usually is. Well, no. We talk about look-ahead spots, sandwich games, letdown spots. The segment after Camp Stewart it can be like a letdown. It spot. can so be, You need yeah. the jamming music to get you going. We've been used to we're at the, we're up here and now we're back, yeah. you know where humans reside. <laughs> <laughs> he is the best. I love that guy. He's a bomb. He's a bomb. Hey, you brought up a good point. I forgot all about it. Well, I just the golf. I, I wonder if the if you sure. can make a number if someone will put up so a prop on you know a guy grounding his club in what he think what he doesn't think is a bunker. Well, the I'm gonna find time. By the way, I love breakfast football. I love all the all the cool things that come with that and the time difference. It's gonna be a tough one, man. I mean, these things are at five in the, you know five right. in the morning, but it's great. It's theater. It's the pressure these guys face. I swear to God, they these guys cave more under this pressure than if you know a million dollar putts on the line. Oh sure, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean. I'm trying to think. The big one was, uh, of all people, the guy who just doesn't miss putts, Bernard Longer, the one the one year missed the putt right. on 18 with the Ryder Cup on the lines, like a 20, you know, 15 foot putt. There was one over in Europe. I'm mean, like, how many years ago was this? Maybe about uh, 10 years. I'm guessing, and it was it was tight. The Americans were, and it came to the 18th hole. And Hunter Mahan's right in front of the green. And it's just like a chip. It's a, you know, for, I mean, it's a chip the guy could make, right? They they get it up and down. Right. And he pulled like like what I would do. He chili dipped it. 
Okay. It went like five feet, and you're sitting there going, oh. And your, your heart just goes out to the guy. I right. Mean, you know, it's devastating. Yeah, I, I, I remember that one. That, that was, you, you, yeah, I, I did. I felt bad for him. Maybe I, I, I can't imagine being in that spot. I mean, you, you, that, that, as you said, it's more than money. You, you just feel like you let your whole team down, your whole country down. It, personalities, I think, along the lines of what Cam was talking about, personalities matter every bit as much as current form coming in. And guys will massage it around. So if a guy, see, like, say Fleetwood, not picking on him, Fleetwood. But his form has not been great. But like Victor Hovland, his form has been good, at times exceptional. But if you watch this kid in the middle of rounds, he's in contention virtually every week, but he takes a snowman. Like, out of nowhere, one Aaron shot, and it's an eight. And he was right there, and now he's four back. Then he gets a couple of birdies, and he's right there. And he got over the hump once over in Europe. But he's right there on, in the States, but he, he hasn't won. But in match play, it's like, okay, who cares? Go to the next, put the peg in the ground on the next hole, and it's another hole. In stroke play, you shoot yourself out of it. In match play, it's one hole. So he makes that mistake. He comes back, and he gets three birdies in a row, and he wins the match. But the three birdies in a row... He gave up three shots on the one bad hole, and right. he can't win the tournament. Right, right, right. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, and, and that definitely could be a factor here. I, again, there, there's nobody else you know, in the U.S. like Patrick Reed, that, that, that fire, that guy in the room, right, that, that guy that the, the rest of the guys will follow, that he will fire up the rest of the team. And I, I, I think that's going to be a huge miss for the U.S. here in this. The one U.S. pairing I do think – it stands to reason they'll fare very well because Justin Thomas is another guy that can go flat flag hunting and Spieth rolls the rock as good as anybody on the globe. And they're really close friends. I think that will be a very good pairing for the U.S. I agree. Yeah. But uh, you've got to look long and hard at anything with Poulter and Garcia. Yeah. I mean, they are Ryder Cup veterans. Yes. And in fact, when their playing days are done, Garcia wins the Masters. Mm-hmm. All right, after all those years, he won a major. At the end of the day, though, Garcia and Poulter's legacies are going to be what they did in the Ryder. Yeah, game. yeah, I, I I completely agree with you there. Uh, they are they are monsters in this event, and and I don't. And if Stricker, I can't even imagine that he would even think of of pairing DeChambeau and, and Kepka. That. That's a mess. Why would you and do that? And by the way, the captain, it's no small thing. The thing, the events and the way they bond during the event matters. I don't know what he did or what he does. Paul Azinger's a machine at this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of these things where it's an honor and you rotate it around as great players' careers wind down. They get the honor of being a Ryder Cup captain. But if you want to win it, throw Paul Azinger out there every year. Yeah, I, I the captain matters. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I, I, I think Stricker would handle this okay. I just, I'm, I hope he doesn't do that. If he does that, then <laughs> I'm going to be yelling for Azinger. Well, the one year, uh, who was it? Oh, I should remember this. Furyk was still playing. Well, Furyk was never a captain. Was he a captain? I don't. 
No. Remember him? He may have been. But the one year. Oh no! I know who it was. It was Tom Watson. When Phil Mickelson's calling out Tom Watson during the thing. Well, that's not good. Disagreeing with the captain. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. No, you you know can't I mean? have you that. You can't do that correct, stuff. Correct. Correct. You know, you, it's kumbaya. You're holding hands and waving flags. Yeah. So I I don't remember that. But I, so who was wrong there, in your opinion? Was Mickelson wrong, or was did Watson do he something just, wrong to deserve did, well, being called out? I don't know. To me, it's an excuse. He's the captain. Go out and play. Yeah. And he didn't play well, and he, he blamed the captain. Oh, we shouldn't have done this, or we shouldn't have done that. And like I said, that's a known. This has happened all the time. When they play, I always get them mixed up. Four, four ball is they all play. Foursomes. I, I always, it's basically it's alternate shot. When, when they play, one guy hits, and then the next guy hits where he hit it okay, from. Okay. And the American guys, oh, well, you know, I'm playing with my partner, but he uses a soft ballada ball, and I, I, I like a harder core ball. I'm... The U.S. guys are always whining about that kind of crap. You don't ever hear the Europeans ever offering any excuses. Well, I guess you don't have to when you're winning all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, the, the other thing to me is if you know that going into the match, why wouldn't you guys discuss that and work it out before you play? Well, they do, but you've got to pick one of them. I, you know what I mean? No, you discuss it. You know, one guy's going to end up playing the ball he prefers. One other guy's going to say, well, I'm playing a ball I'm not accustomed to playing. The problem is, over the years, the American guys, when they lose, the, the, the team that loses, the guy says, well, I wasn't playing the ball I liked. Mm. I mean, sorry, the other team's got to do the same thing. Correct. Well, and, and, and or, uh, again, then the captain maybe shouldn't pair those guys together. There, there, there's, there's ways to... But, uh, but, you, but you're right. I don't like the excuses. You're a professional golfer, for crying out loud. Hit the ball. I wanted to win. This thing is... It's, it's unbelievable. Can't wait. It's going to be good theater. So we keep rolling right along here, and football's the 800-pound gorilla. Yeah. But, Stevie, the baseball, you know, we're still sitting here. We're staring at this in the National League. Cards, nine-game tootsie roll. Yeah. What do we say? Oh, this would be great. It's going to go to the final week. It always happens. Someone pulls away. So now the Dodgers and the cards are the wild cards. Reds three bag, Padres four bag, Phillies lose to the Orioles. Sorry if you want to get in, right? I mean, you can't lose to them. And now Boston's entrenched as a wild card, and it's the Blue Jays half game up on the Yanks, two ahead of the A's, three ahead of the Mariners. This is going to be fun. Yeah, t- t- Toronto's Toronto's making a run. I, I think they get in, and and uh, I, I I am a little surprised that the Dodgers didn't overtake and stay ahead of the Giants after picking up Scherzer. That that pitching, that starting pitching especially, is unfreaking believable for the Dodgers now. I really thought that they would once they got ahead of the Giants that they would open that up. I, and if they win that wild card, if they're in the wild card game and they win that, now watch out for the Dodgers in the playoffs. Their 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 pitching is so good. Who honestly? Who do you like to win the World Series? I, right now, I, I I think I'm leaning Dodgers again. Yeah. Yep. Again, they, they pick up Scherzer. They've already got Urias and Bueller and uh, 
the, the old left-hander, is now back in the fray. And then it's like Turner is this throw-in in the Washington deal. He's one of the best infielders in, in baseball, you know, both fielding and hitting. And he's got speed on the bases. I'm telling you, though, the Giants, they have pushed back sure every have. time. Yeah, I know they have. There's a grid element to that. There team. is. There is. I, 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 I respect that team a lot. They, Brian, you wouldn't know this because of the way they've trucked right along. They have dealt with a lot of injuries this year, a lot of injuries. And whoever goes down, they plug a guy in and he performs. And that's what happened all year long for the San Francisco Giants. It's very impressive. Very impressed with them. And you sit here, no one ever talks about the Brewers. 91-59, and 59, 10.5 game lead. Solid team. Really solid team. I, I, I thought that you know that would be a, a race, too, with Cincinnati and St. Louis, and, and it didn't happen. Uh, Milwaukee is a really good, solid baseball team. You know who's, honestly, now I think about it, we can hate them all we want to hate them. But Houston's done this circle the wagons yeah. thing. No, I'm serious. They man. have. Us, right. us against the world. Yeah. Okay, you hated us. Yeah, okay, we did that nonsense. Now they're going to go, oh, we're going to do it without it. Right. Yeah, Dusty Baker's rallied him. I, he, he's done a fantastic job of matching that team this year. Do they, do, aren't they dangerous? I, they are dangerous. Absolutely. Again, I, I, I thought Oakland would make a run there. They And Seattle, eh. Houston's a really, really good team, and and, and again, I, I give I give Baker a lot of credit because that could have come apart, and he didn't allow it to. Top five: White Sox two two in Detroit, and NBA news. Oh no, what a shame! <laughs> ben Simmons won't report to the Sixers. Uh uh-uh. Now that the Sixers are in trouble, what will they do without Ben Simmons, Brian? Win. Hmm. Hey, did you hear this? You were talking about these. Uh, NC2A players transferring in football. Yeah, kid about, from Clemson, running back from Clemson. Yeah, he so he transferred Bolton. out. Here, this is more interesting to me. Utah quarterback Charlie Brewer, who transferred in from Baylor, started the first three games of the season last week against San Diego State. He wasn't doing so well. They put in Cam Rising. He led them to a comeback. Now they didn't get the win, but Brewer now. Uh, after Rising performed that well and got named the starter for this next week, Brewers transferring out. Probably more money at another college. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the new world. Yeah, yeah. It's just bizarre. Injuries coming up next with Stevie. Tony Neville in hour number two, Vegas Sports Madrid. Congratulations. You found a trusted source for gaming. Odd. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slabshop. The injury report on Vegas for Public Radio. Let's take care of the NFL, Brian. We'll start with the Thursday's game for Houston. Tyrod Taylor. Coming down, coming down. 
He is out indefinitely, Brian. Davis Mills starts on Thursday. He'll be backed up by Jeff Driscoll. And they also have wide receiver issues for the Texans. Danny Amendola, thigh. Oh, the humanity! He's out Thursday versus Carolina. And Nico Collins, shoulder. Can you get some towels for me, please? I'm really losing a lot of blood. Also out this week against the Panthers. I got news here. They had wide receiver injury issues before injuries. Go ahead. <laughs> Continuing with the wide receivers on Monday night, Amari Cooper ribs. <laughs> He's questionable against the Eagles on Monday night. Uh, for Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger with a pectoral. Oh, son of a! That's gonna leave a mark. Suffered that in the game last Sunday. He's going to start, but he's not 100% healthy. He may not make it through the game on Sunday against the Bengals. And a wide receiver for Pittsburgh, Deontay Johnson, knee. Every morning I break my legs, and every afternoon I break my arms. It is questionable versus the Bengals on Sunday. San Francisco with running back issues, Brian. Jamichael Hasty, high ankle sprain. I'm healthier than you, bro! He is out indefinitely. Elijah Mitchell, shoulder. Well, of course they're hurt. Look at all the blood. Questionable on Sunday versus Green Bay. And Trey Sermon, concussion. Do I have a mark? It really hurts. Right here. Not here or here so much, but right here. Questionable on Sunday versus Green Bay. How close do you think you were to getting through... Bavona's entire injury library. Oh, I'm not close. No. He's got a million of them. He's got that much? No, Chris. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Thanks to Cam Stewart for jumping in. Thanks to Chris Bavona. Tony Neville's in studio. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Nice models.